folks, welcome to another episode of Seishura, Music Explorers Podcast. As always, I'm Scoot Magoot. I'm Elaine. And it is not just another episode of Seishura, it is our finale. I have not brought it up so far, but my lovely wife is pregnant with our first child, and things are going to get pretty, pretty hectic for me and just trying to preemptively prepare for life as a, as a first time parent. Um, so we thought we would take the opportunity to reflect on, God, we've been doing podcasts for how long now? Like five, um, at least five, six, seven. So this one has been going since uh, about 2017. No, probably more like 2018. So good four years, but we were doing one before that and another before that, and I think another before that. <laughs> so, so we've been doing podcasts for a long ass time. Yeah, I mean, I I could look on my uh, I I should have looked on my hard drive to see how many episodes uh, we've made all together, but I can just go to Anchor and just see what they say. Yeah, uh, because that would be interesting. But yeah, anyway, it's uh, it does not you know. You, Thank you, Anchor. You would you would think that they would just tell you how many episodes you have overall, but they do not. Um, let us see. They, we're, we're doing a real good job so yeah, far, right? <laughs> in the in the meantime, uh, I think we wanted to kick this off. Obviously, having done podcasts for such a long time, we have talked about a you know dozens upon dozens of albums. Uh, including some that we discovered through the podcast, either for, you know, for a specific topic we were, we were covering or we recommended to one another, you know, our albums of the week. You know, there's plenty of avenues where we've discovered new music on this podcast. Again, that was kind of the whole point of this, of this endeavor. So we want to start off with, uh, you know, maybe some honorable mentions, but specifically, you know, kind of our favorite discovery, like the, our favorite album or artist that we took away from this podcast. By the way, we, uh, I, I went to Apple Podcasts. Apparently, we have 176 episodes Wow, on here. So, yeah. That's a few. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, you know, d- d- just a wee bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, but we're talking about albums that um, were, we got that, that sort of became our favorites, or uh, one album each. Um yeah, I don't that know became if, sort of our favorite. I don't know from if you, yeah, I don't know if we want to kick this off or if you have. I mean, I definitely I jotted down a few honorable mentions just going through my Discogs account, but I definitely you know when this question was posed to me, I had a pretty obvious one come up. Um, yeah, I um, yeah, I mean, I I had a couple, but really, I I mean, it was really down to two. Uh, so I guess my one honorable mention is uh, technically. Yeah, it's um, Discipline by King Crimson. Okay. Um, even though we didn't technically listen to that album during our King Crimson episode, um, I still count it because, you know, I wouldn't have gotten into the band without that episode. And um very glad I did because mm-hmm. I have every King Crimson album now and I love them all a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, Discipline the most. So, yeah sure but what, what do you have for a couple honorable mentions uh i i will go really quickly because i jotted down a number and this is both what we've talked about as well as um you know just in general albums that have kind of been borne out from our conversations you know just any number of of related webs from the podcast uh just alphabetical order uh the beatles uh we did a, a podcast a while back kind of talking about are the beatles just the, the beatles in general are they overrated underrated and ironically when i i think my verdict was i think they're overrated and i've since grown to love them because it you know made me dive in and actually appreciate it and eventually it clicked and you know it's something you know i've loved about the podcast is having a you know having a, a kind of an organized reason for listening to music and, and changing my mind growing as, as a listener um, mm. you know your love of Bill Evans uh, I actually bought Explorations it's a fantastic piano yeah. jazz album uh, we did an episode about Bjork specifically Post and I just went on a Bjork rabbit hole you know, obviously I've loved her music before but I think I 
kind of my appreciation went up a level. Uh, Chemical Brothers Surrender, you know, with our EDM episode, that was a, a fantastic discovery. Uh, Eric Dolphy, Out to Lunch. I don't remember exactly why. I, I associate that with the podcast. I forget exactly why. Oh, I, I think that might have been one of my album of the week. Yes, I th- it probably it probably was. Yeah. I, it's for whatever whatever reason I associate with the podcast. Uh, not going to get this right, but uh, Jean Michel Michel Jarre, Oxygen. Yeah, Jean Jean Michel Jarre. Yeah, we, yeah. we I think for our ambient episode if i remember correctly um that's a that's a good one maybe i that that, that could have been one of my albums of the week too yeah i mean maybe, <laughs> maybe both in, in any case it was uh definitely a discovery from the podcast uh john zorn in general i mean i think that's kind of self-explanatory yeah. <laughs> um uh, king crimson as well i uh, specifically i had lark's tongue i think that was my favorite yeah. of the bunch uh laurie anderson big science uh i think it was it was that, that was heavy vanguard yeah that, that, that was a long time ago but yeah it was a it, that's so funny i had that on like last week yeah it's a great album and i think yeah. it's memorable to me because i found a cheap like original vinyl copy like very soon after we recorded that um one of tricks point never riffs was actually a birthday present you got for me and obviously we talked we talked about it a number of times on the podcast uh yeah i i, I probably should have included one of tricks point never too they, they, there are a bunch that i probably should include that i but i just i i i I guess i was trying to be very narrow yeah in in picking mine so um quickly because i'm kind of taking a lot of time but uh a pain painkiller guts of a virgin buried secrets i think just kind of an offshoot of of zorn um obviously uh perry ubu the modern dance uh i think Either it was a, con- did, a conversation about No Wave. I don't think we covered it specifically. I, I think we did like a post-punk episode. We, yeah, we, we did some episode where, um, you know, I discovered it out of that episode. And it's a, it's a you know, kind of a post-punk go-to of mine or a, a favorite. Uh, and finally, another birthday gift you got, you got for me this year, uh, Porcupine Tree, Fear of a Blank Planet. A pretty obvious uh, modern prog metal staple that I had never listened to, or at least not listened to significantly before the podcast and have since grown to appreciate uh a great deal nice nice yeah i mean i i'm, I'm trying to look i'm looking through again at, at these and i oh well, I, okay yeah no here's a great who's oh man th- this should almost yeah you know what th- th- this is actually going to be my number one so um in that case uh i well I'm trying to remember if Sisher was around then. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm counting it. But so I guess it, my my one was actually going to be um, uh, AIA, Alien Observer by Grouper, mm-hmm. uh, because that was uh, one of our ambient our ambient exploration. That was probably like my favorite album out of that, and it's like one of my favorite albums of all time now. Mm. Um, I would say. I mean, I guess the Smiths just in general because that was just. You know, uh, I don't know. I like I, I, I got into them. I think be- right before the podcast started, and then I don't know. I ended up getting more into them because of it. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, let's see. Oh, Leprous. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, just in general, but I, I think I was into them like a little slightly before. But I mean, it was it was around the same time. Um, yeah, I guess Radiohead. Uh, is a big one too, um, but I, again, I, I don't really remember how many of these are like. Oh yeah, like completely like because of because of this or not, but um, still, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think those are the ones that I have off my list. Oh, I mean, I, I guess um, the latest weekend album after hours. Um, you know, I was just thinking like stuff that we reviewed too that. Was, was really interesting yeah, um yeah I, I i think that's i think that's all i have really on here you know, i'm look i i just i i i think i've mentioned i have like a um a note that just has favorite albums of all time mm. and i just it, it's like yeah almost a hundred of them um and i just i i just keep like these list of favorites just because it's, it's easier than looking through discogs and being like well that or this or that you know mm-hmm. so yeah anyway there we go that that is uh that's what i have for honorable mentions but then i have 
my number one, which do you want to talk about your number one first or do you want me to uh, drop mine? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, why don't you go? Why don't you go first? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I you know, it's so funny. I, I can't believe I didn't realize it earlier, but Shushu, uh, Girl with Basket of Fruit. Ah, uh, yeah, yep. Yeah, I was obsessed with that album. I mean, I, I, that was 2019. I think that came out. I listened to that. I think almost every week, like for that year, like I, it was probably like one of the most regularly listened to albums that I've probably ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved that album so much and uh, definitely made me uh, like a lifelong Shushu fan mm-hmm. as a result. So, But uh, what, what about you? What was yours? Actually, an album that I bought very recently, one of my Red Scroll um, cheap CD binges, um, but an album that... Uh, I'm not gonna be able to to talk about it without giving. I can't do like one of my long soliloquies with you know where I don't <laughs> reveal. But uh, it's uh, Nick Cave in the Bad Seeds. Let love in. Oh, um, okay, yeah. I I liked Skeleton Tree. Uh, what was the name of the album? It was Ghostine. The album that yeah, like yep. was it was Ghostine was about his son, but actually wasn't about his son. But everyone decided it was about his son. I, uh, that, that's Skeleton Tree. Yeah, I mean, I I I think it is. I mean, I I just think it's. I think that that's more me thinking about it, that it just doesn't, it's not like it's explicitly, I don't know. I, I, I think maybe I'm just being a dick about it, <laughs> but anyway. No, I, I mean, I, 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 I think, uh, um, I think I remember liking, I mean, I definitely liked both those albums. I don't think I loved them. It, not that like, oh, this is okay, but like, I think I generally enjoyed them. It just for whatever reason, like it wasn't. It was one of my top releases of the year, um, and I just, I don't know, like the, the Nick Cave infatuation that you know you had and that other people have. I just didn't. I don't know. It, it didn't hit me. It, it, again, I try, not trying to get across that I didn't dislike him, but I didn't like it as much as um, other people did. And Let Lovin changed that. Uh, he's you know long list of artists i really need to buy more you know dive more in their discography but uh it was really weird uh really fortuitous that it was you know really cheap on red scroll um because just do you love me for whatever reason like that song like was just in my head for like at least a week before i did that red scroll deep dive and then um, lay me low like that, that took over and I was like is the, I don't really believe in fate or like the universe telling you things but it was a weird <laughs> it was a weird coincidence um, and yeah I saw it and bought it and listened to it again and I was like man this is just like truly exceptional like I, I was just blown away at how much I I enjoyed it um you know, and, and I think I was more blown away by the fact I hadn't bought it after our original episode because going back then, I I was equally blown away. I, th- I think we we did a it was, it was like it, PJ Harvey and Nick Cave. I think yeah, I think it was like an album swap where uh, unfortunately you didn't like uh, to bring. I think to give you my love, or bring you my love for uh, yeah. yeah. But I, I just you know going into it again with that mindset about Nick Cave where I'm like yeah you know I, I like him but just listening to that album I was like holy crap like this is fantastic um, and I'm glad I finally own it now and I'm glad it counts because I was not going to include anything that I didn't own and I'm really glad that uh, I own it now yeah I'm, I'm really glad you, you enjoyed it because I mean I, I yeah Nick Cave is a tough sell I think I, like it's it's tough to get in in a way, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I I know my way in was was through murder ballads, uh, which I think, I think I got you a copy of that one year for Christmas. Yeah, or something. and I, I I definitely enjoyed that as well. Um, um, but yeah, like yeah, but murder ballads was what got me in, but let love in was what made me stay. Mm-hmm. Like that that was a big album for me in grad school. Like I I listened to that a lot mm-hmm. then. Um, Specifically, like, I can just I can remember walking to class and listening to it. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, just such such a great like it like every single track on that thing is just fantastic. I mean, Thirsty Dog, you know, obviously Red Right Hand, Nobody's Baby Now, Lover Man, um, yeah, just fantastic, fantastic album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm just I'm just writing these down yeah. just because uh, I put them on in the uh, show notes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. I, 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 we're, we're taking it real lazy today. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, so I, you know, in um, sort of thinking about this episode's finale, um, I had a couple ideas of sort of things that. You know, because I, I, I guess in my mind, I thought of it as, you know, kind of like a freeform thing, but also just a kind of way to like, kind of like look back, kind of a retrospective sort of thing, uh, if only for ourselves, you know, because I think, you know, I think more than anything, this has been more of like a way for us to, you know, kind of like keep connected and, you know, kind of still have like a way to kind of like music nerd out in our own ways. Um, so, you know, I... Yeah, so so it's it's always been like more about, you know, that side of it than trying to get any um, major listenership going on. Though there are some people out there who who listen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you you poor poor bastards, uh, <laughs> having to put up with all this. But <laughs> anyway, so one, I mean, I, some of these are kind of obvious, but um, I guess you know kind of i guess starting off with an obvious question is you know do you have any favorite episodes like off the top of your head i would say probably the 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 most just pure fun episode uh, episodes that we did i forget how many we did was the uh the musical mad libs uh oh yeah i think we did two of those yeah that was just a, a really silly but really fun episode um series yeah. that we did uh I'm, just, I'm trying to remember some of the ones that we had I'm, I'm gonna try to look it up now it was just it was just you know genuinely lighthearted. like it was kind of um you know it was kind of what the what the podcast was was about and john was just you know we back in the day before we even started a podcast it was us talking about um, music, having a good time, you know, joking around, and it was kind of a more formalized version of that. Um, I guess on a more serious note, probably, um, I mean, it's kind of a cop-out just to say all the genre exploration ones, but I think especially, you know, checking out genres that I hadn't, hadn't really explored before, things that I hadn't really, you know, spent a ton of time diving into i'm trying to remember if any one in particular was i mean i the ambient one was actually one of my was maybe my single favorite episode um that we did but i I have a lot of favorites but that was that was probably the biggest standout for me but coincidentally i think maybe the worst episode we ever did was the edm one (laughs) so really or at least well, maybe not the word but like um, my least favorite was probably the edm one mostly just because uh, i just didn't enjoy almost any of the albums that i listened to oh that's true. And, I, and i think i really just like pigeonholed myself in with like just trying to be like so like trying trying to keep like pure edm in a way when you you, you went like you know you, you had a very loose interpretation of it which i really should have done instead but uh, yeah, I, I I done fucked up there. <laughs> well, it's so. it's interesting because kind of on that note, um, probably the most just personally polarizing episode uh, was the vaporwave episode for a similar reason. Is I was really really yeah. really glad to finally check out a genre that's kind of carved its own little niche in internet lore. But like, not I didn't dislike any of the albums that I checked out, but they did none of none of them. I enjoyed all the way through, um, yeah, which was unfortunate. It's, it's, it's so niche, you know. It, I think that's kind of like the the pain point of of that is that you know I, I think for I mean both of us like you know some variety and like things like that, and you know I, I don't really know if Vaporwave totally has that. No, I don't still. think so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, at yeah. least like the I think maybe it's just because we went to the essential albums in a way mm-hmm. I, th- I think if we had if we had listened to something like fire tools 
or like you know some other artist who's doing like really weird and interesting things with vaporwave i think maybe our step would have been a little different mm-hmm. but yeah i, I de- definitely going the essentials it was definitely like um it can be a little disappointing yeah um, anytime i have that experience i think of when uh i forget which record it was but it was when the needle drop reviewed whatever was the most recent rotten sound which they're like a, a swedish grindcore or a european grindcore band uh way, way to paint a whole continent with a broad brush am i right <laughs> anyway uh <laughs> it was uh where he said on first listen he was like yeah like eight, you know like strong eight and then after like his fifth listen he was like uh just like how he just got so <laughs> so tired out by it after a while um and that's i don't know i, I like having uh i like having strong visuals for my listening experience and um i don't know i i, th- I think that that's why to me the vaporwave episode was so polarizing because i felt like i did get a really good understanding like it was one of one of the episodes where I truly did feel like I learned a lot, but at the same time, it—you you didn't like what you learned. Yeah, maybe. and it was—it yeah. it, it kind of was like I—I I learned it, and I was like, "This is great, cool," but I also <laughs> moving on. Yeah, it was like I'm not really sure that I'm like super, super. You know, I feel like every genre exploration we've done, I've taken away one album or artist. I feel like every every genre exploration we've done, I've bought at least one album. I've probably done yeah, the same thing. At, yeah. at a minimum. And that was one episode where I was like, eh. Like, I yeah, don't really I mean, need to it do was, that. It's, it's difficult with Vaporwaves, and so much of it is just digital only. Yes. Um, or, or sometimes it's just not even for sale. Like, in the case of that... Um, uh, that Macintosh Plus mm-hmm. album, uh, for for me anyway. But yeah, no, I I, I know what you mean. I, I, the genre explorations were really fun. Um, you know, one that I don't think you know we, I I didn't think about a lot, but I, looking back, I really liked is um, the making up genres episode. Oh, like it was, was just cool. like a silly one. Yeah, yeah and just I, I I think I'm trying to remember the one I came up with. It was like. Uh, was a proto postcore? Yes, I think something like that. Uh, and and I still I I'm I'm waiting for for that that VA compilation that that Brian Eno is going to produce, you know, at some <laughs> point. <laughs> um, that was a lot of fun. I I think the freeform bullshit episodes can be really fun, even though I felt like sometimes they could be kind of samey. Um, and CD buys, always fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe book club. You know, was I mean, I, I think any of the book club episodes were, I think, even a lot of fun. Even the ones that where the book wasn't even that good. Mm-hmm. But I mean, my favorite of those, right, probably the Russ's Noise and um, How to Write One Song. Just just because I think the How to Write One Song episode was oh, just that, so that was great. Yeah, yeah, like it was just like so not a typical Seishura episode. And like, I, it was just cool to like break it up like that and do something like that because you know, like, I mean, we, we did like that critics conundrum episode, you know, and that was something that stuck with me a lot. It's just like, I think sometimes there, there's this gap between, you know, people who talk about music and people who make it, and it doesn't always have to be like that. And you know, I think it was just cool to kind of like, kind of try, you know, mm-hmm. just just for the fuck of it. Um, yeah, I mean, they, the, the, those are the ones that I had. Oh, I also, um, I mean, obviously, uh, Sonic Youth with uh, with Devin uh, was one of my favorites, just because it was, it, it was just so tightly curated. Uh, but I felt like everybody had something to add, and I just felt like it was it was just a positive episode mm-hmm. overall. Um, yeah, that, that was that was really nice. I mean, I I, I found that, you know, I I, I think what often sort of bug me sometimes is, is like what if if I feel like I'm repeating myself in it like the you know the the episodes that I've maybe had the most difficulty are, are like the ones like that I feel like I'm just saying the same thing over and over again yeah kind of on yeah. the, that tangent I think the biggest boom bust potential were the new album reviews mm-hmm. um, because you know whenever we listen to an album 
like even if we're not talking on the podcast just in general obviously we'll continue doing this is we'll text each other like hey did you listen to that what do you think and like we want to get our thoughts off our chest so you know I think the episodes where there were a few review episodes where neither of us really enjoyed every, any of the albums we did yeah. and obviously like we, we couldn't know that in advance because some of them we were generally you know genuinely excited for um, but I think the toughest one um, like for example I'm like it was kind of cathartic to be able to talk about the new Converge album and for me to talk about how much I disliked it. In fact, <laughs> everyone liked it. But the ones where just like album after album were both like, yeah, it's just fine. You know, like yeah. I wouldn't listen to it again. And I think that's the... Um, like it, it felt like it was like we, we had to like kind of fill that space. Yeah. Like that that was difficult. There's definitely some, sure. some pro-cons to both that and the anniversary episode because I, I think... Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, it's the reviews are topical. We want to talk about new releases, but there's always a chance that it's kind of a you know kind of a waste. I, um, I I will say that I actually have on my favorite episodes list is uh, the Nick Cave Danny Brown uh, one where we reviewed Ghosting and uh, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I love that episode. I think maybe the most because I think I listened to that every day uh, after it came out like including the day it came out and I just like it has I just have a special relationship with it now yeah because of that but yeah but I'm sorry but I, I interrupted you so no I was on the uh, album anniversary front I think um, sometimes it was I think we did a good job of bringing it home that was kind of always our focus is that we wanted to talk about our relationship the obvious talk about why the album is good why we love it but really focus on because like some of some of the albums we talked about are like classics they've, they've been considered classics for decades so like there's not much more to you know we can add to the discourse so we mm. want to make it about ourselves and i think that was kind of the boom bust potential with those is that you know sometimes we didn't have much we just were like hey this is a great album we love and then we go to talk about it and i'm like i actually don't have much more to say about this other than yeah this is a this is a cool album but i think of some like you know you know like this is nice this is nice too yeah but then, but then there are you know other examples like you know miles davis kind of blue where like we're able to talk about just how formative of a you know my relationship with jazz how I mean, crucial that album was you know all the times we've talked about you know nick drake uh, pink moon which is just like another one that we you know we're able you know i feel like we've talked about that a number of times either just as an album of the week or when we did it yeah i don't know for some reason i feel like we talked about them all the time, I, I i think you know i i mean so I, I, I think near the end, you know, I'm like this year in particular, I was just not a fan of the new reviews, new album reviews. I, I, I just did not have it in me. Like, I, I don't know why, but just like, I've just been so not interested in new music this year. Um, I, I don't know whether it's just because there just hasn't been a lot of great music coming out or whether I just don't care anymore. I don't know. I, I, I just, for some reason just didn't have it um but even like when we did i don't know sometimes it just felt like you know oh we have to like review something so let's just put it up and let's just do this you know but that being said i mean there were some really good review episodes that we did that are or at least like ones that i remember really liking you know the album that we were listening to and like you know like the um there was one that we, we talked about um what i think it was sophie uh it was the new death grips which you know was you're the snitch at the time mm-hmm. and uh kamasi washington yeah which is um, some heavy hitters yeah and i remember like i i it, that was a long review like we, we talked for a while about all of those yeah but it was like it was really cool to just i mean it, part of it was like we were like in person too so you know it, it, it felt like a lot like more like back and forth in a way um but i mean even though i didn't like even though i had my issues with the kamasi album like i it was still a really cool like talk you know to just be like just really get to the bottom of that uh even though i felt like i think at times i was kind of rehashing the same point again and again for some reason (laughs) but yeah yeah i i think i think that's i guess i'm on a pro con tangent but that's one of the things that's um you know, writing a formal album review versus just talking about an album. I feel like talking about it is, is more natural. There's a chance when you're going back and forth, you know, something might come up that, uh, 
you know you hadn't considered before but obviously there's a chance that you can ramble like it's inherently more free form than you're actually sitting down to write an album review uh, mm. that said the album review it just takes it takes more effort um, which I yeah. mean, it sounds like a really lazy con but it's it's true it takes a lot more time uh, and I think I think when you're actually sitting down to write write something um, I've certainly tried to move away from this it's kind of hard but just the track by track is a little like yeah. especially in today's like at, at one point I think there was probably a place for that but it's it's incredibly it just feels really redundant and unnecessary at this point because of how easy it is for someone to literally turn on a track by track play by play of the album which is called putting on Spotify or Apple Music and listening to the album like, I think <laughs> I think the point is to kind of add your own flair add your own and there's multiple times where I've listened to um, listened to a red takes on any number of you know types of media or just things in general and just having having you know a different take a different perspective is helpful and i think when it comes to, to music you know hey this song sounds like this yep. this song sounds like that is just not as useful um yeah i'm i'm totally with you there um i mean I, again i i you know i i still love book club you know i i again i i just like maybe out of all of sort of the innovations that we've kind of, you know, like the way the podcast has evolved over time, that's maybe my favorite way it's evolved. Um, because I just like, I, I think it just, it works perfectly for the podcast format, you know, like at least, you know, in my mind, the podcast's brand is, you know, like it's the music explorers podcast, you know, we're talking about people who love music but whose love for music kind of extends into all sorts of dimensions mm -hmm. and i you know a satire itself is a pause you know in mm -hmm. music and you know so i feel like to be able to talk about a book about music like a book about music is itself a satire mm -hmm. to me so it, it, it just felt like such a perfect fit i mean frankly if if you know I, I I think if if we were serious about like monetizing this or like you know trying to really make a push to make this you know kind of like our uh, like our income you know like to like make a career out of this I I would push to just do book club the entire like every episode mm -hmm. um, because I think it's just like that I think there's just that much in it mm -hmm. um, but yeah I mean I I think on on that side of things I mean if do, are there any episodes that you wish you did that you didn't get to do? Oh, that's a good that's a good question. Um, I think there are any number of genre explorations we could have done. Uh, mm. Oh, that reminded me of the. Um, I think we did like an East Asian music. Yeah, like I think if if we had been you know we had done more. It kind would of, have been cool to continue that. Yeah, kind of more world music oriented explorations. I think the problem with that is that um, it's almost adjacent to like our issues with classical music is like what what's canon. Like I, I think a lot of that, you know, not necessarily there. I think in that episode we picked some contemporary artists, but I think a lot of it is you know passing down music through through traditions and like you know like you know passing on different different you know, specific ways to do things to honor, you know, kind of the, the tradition of yeah. that music. Um, but I think it still would have been cool, for, you know, like African folk music. Like I think a style that's oddly kind of had its day recently is, uh, uh, I'm going to forget the, it's like, I think it's tung Tungsten or something, but it's, it's a, like desert blues. It's a style of African music that is oh. really really taken off because of a number of bands is it because of uh, Madora Mokhtar yeah them but I think it's, there's yeah. also been a number of other artists at least like four or five in the last couple of years where you know I, I um, I've noticed them like oh that, that I recognize that genre tag so I think that definitely like a temporary world music I think that's that's something I try to do you know which I don't always succeed at uh, is kind of exploring genres and music from different countries that i haven't really you know dove into before um, yeah. so that's kind of the one that comes comes to mind i think uh just because obviously we're, we're 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 human we're you know this is uh, this is as much like our time like you know what's what's interests us is that 
we we naturally whatever whatever came to mind you know we didn't like set an editorial schedule we we typically did a anniversary and a review episode um every you month. Know, every month more or less yeah. but even then we would kind of depending on our mood we wouldn't do it so i think I mean, it, that's definitely been this year i think last year we were pretty yeah um we'd stuck to that pretty well maybe yeah. even the year before but but yeah, the, the, this year definitely things kind of like went in a different direction. Yeah, but you know, all that to say is we didn't want to we didn't want to necessarily uh, uh, like okay, well this month we're, we're doing like we just alternate the same topics. Like you know, obviously we we didn't feel like doing X Y Z if we um you know we we shot away from it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I think that, that that's one that comes to mind, and in that it reminded me of another episode that I really enjoyed was the East Asian music. Uh, exploration yeah that was really interesting even though i i really don't remember a single album that i listened to i remember <laughs> like, one it was it was an album that revolved around uh, mongolian throat singing which i think is really really cool um, it, it is really cool yeah i i i do think that like i, I you know is it looking through all of the old episodes because i i keep notes of most episodes that we do um and I like I'm like oh man I totally forgot we even reviewed that or like that I listened to that or what have you like because I think we just listened to so much music in this on top of what we normally listen to in a given week mm-hmm. and it's just yeah it's like no wonder you can't remember you know <laughs> um I I will say you know I episodes I wish I'd done I have a couple of these that like I really wish we we could have done but um there's a couple documentaries that I thought would have been really cool. There's uh, Fugazi's instrument um, documentary mm. that I really do want to watch at some point. Uh, there's one about Milford Graves um, that I think would be really cool. Same thing with, you know, we were planning on doing a Kenny G documentary album or album. Uh, there was, there is a documentary on Kenny G that we were thinking of watching and then talking about. Uh, but HBO Max doesn't even do fucking... Um, free like album like uh free trials or anything so we're basically paying like 15 bucks to watch a film and i'm like yeah no (laughs) (laughs) so no to that but um i i I, it would have been cool to do that i think it would have been cool to do a a tier list of the smiths because i think just we're both really big fans Mm -hmm. um there was a music and mental health um episode that i i lobbed around that we, we were kind of interested in but that never went anywhere um art and spirituality was one i i really am passionate about as a subject i'm really passionate about but um i don't think we just went for because i didn't think you know both of us had enough to say um and if, you know um sort of we call it our lazy list you know this the albums that we didn't you know we haven't like you know the the albums that we haven't listened to that we're supposed to listen to you know like the the rate your music top 100 shit like that mm-hmm. um i thought you know to do an exploration of that would have been interesting but um you know at the same time i'm I'm kind of okay because i would have definitely had to listen to bob dylan during that and, <laughs> and i am i am a-okay not doing yeah. that <laughs> yeah the, the lazy list one definitely would have been interesting uh it's it's ever growing and it's kind of uh i don't know i I always like kind of taking a shot at myself you know i i i can i can critique me and it's it's always once i realize like hey like i haven't uh i mean like i I literally just listed one like nick cave and the bad seeds i talked about how much i love let love in and like i really need to get into his all of his other stuff is you know considering how much i love this album just just have haven't done it just for, for, for whatever reason yeah. just haven't done it and uh um yeah I, I think another one just looking at my my cd shelf uh, another one that would have been really cool i mean I, I haven't even completed this but i thought uh zorn's 50th birthday celebration oh. was a really so kind of like do, like doing a series diving through all of those i don't even own that would have been so cool yeah, i don't even own all of them there was this, yeah I, I i own all of them yeah there's, there's a cd store in uh um concord that i just i just stumbled upon like they had someone must have sold off their 
Zorn collection because there was I forget how many but like a significant chunk just like there for the taking which kickstarted my my like pretty much my Zorn collection in general um, but I still am missing a number of the 50th birthday but I just think that's it's kind of I like those kind of collections um, yeah you know like when I was going through trying to collect all of the uh, Mountain Goats albums I was interested in like that was really cool to kind of go through the discography and see you know which ones that is that is always really cool to see like the evolution yeah and and, and I think just it's almost like I definitely see the, the appeal of like people like coin collect or stamp collect um, just to me I, I could I would have trouble collecting something that didn't have some utility to it um, mm. but I kind of see the vibe of like just being able to look at you know even like you know I obviously don't listen to Mountain Goats every day but being able to like turn right now and look at my shelf and just see just like a row of like all the Mountain Goats albums and, and just over you know over the course of time and just the the different colors um you know, the album art and whatnot, just, like, having that in my possession. I mean, I think that's, you know, that was one of, yeah. one of the things we first bonded over in general, was just our shared love of, of physical media. And I, I think probably, like, my hottest hottest take that I think I included in one of our Hot Takes episodes, um, it's just, I feel like this is something where, like, I don't know if I actually believe this, but, like, part of me does. Like, I don't know if you actually can consider you consider your music collection like a true collection if it's all digital like I just I just feel like you don't own but Scott what about all my NFTs yeah that's what I was going to say like definitely definitely that that, that kind of tips my hand at what I think of NFTs um, but again like I don't know like obviously like like you know I don't want to be old man screaming at clouds like I obviously yeah like Owning digital music, like I know people who are serious music music fans that uh that own uh you know all their music digitally, so I don't I don't want to go like that, but I do think that I do think there's value in having a physical collection, and and I I don't you know it'll be a sad day for like for whatever reason I have to have to give it up. Uh, definitely not something mm. I, I have any plans of doing um, anytime soon. Definitely being you know kind of with the the baby on the way, being smarter about you know, how I'm spending, um, like speaking of that Mountain Goats collection, uh, definitely, definitely spent more on single CDs than I would in the past. Um, yeah. Just cause I, I would really I like, you know, trying to buy like rare, rare collections. Uh, so that's not something I'm going to be doing anytime soon. Um, so speaking of, um, of episode, well, me, I don't know if it's exactly like an episode, but it's definitely like an idea that's popped into my head from time to time. But to listen to every band in the Nurse with Wound list. Oh, yeah. I think that that would be a really cool idea for a podcast, um, but I think that's something that would take, you know, a good year, if even that, to, to you know, properly do. Um, and it's just, that, that's a huge undertaking. And, but, and I guess uh, one of the, that, that was actually a question I, I brought to the table is, uh, I guess I could start like what was like one of or like some of the biggest challenges of recording the podcast because like that was I mean that's something I've 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 felt throughout my entire you know quote-unquote pro-am career and talking about music is just uh, I mean our our relationships with albums is so you know it it depends on our mood it depends how our tastes are depends Mm. like what our mindset was when we even listened to it there's so many factors so you know, did I do enough to listen to? Like, kind of my general rule was I listened to every everything we talked about twice. But like, was that enough? Like, was I in the right headspace? Like, obviously, with you know, I didn't have you know, still don't have. Wish I did endless time. So it was like listening to it while I'm working. Is that really the best way for me to consume music? I mean, yeah. I don't really know if I have a. I didn't really have much of a, a choice, but like that's that was I think the. I don't know if if the biggest challenge, if that's the best way to word it, but just definitely my one of my biggest considerations is, you know, just trying to put my best best foot forward. You know, every episode and like sometimes I felt like I just even after a couple listens, I'm like, man, like I really didn't, I really couldn't extend myself 
further to listen to this again, but I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure. Like, and, and it's the same thing. Like, there are albums that I bought, loved at the time, haven't enjoyed later. Like, that's just kind of the... That's the nature of the beast, so... Yeah, I, I mean, I think similar to... Um, to, you know, talking about, like, how, you know, critics will, you know, supposedly add to, you know, the larger conversation around an album. And I think in a, in a similar vein, you know, a relationship with an album is, you know, any piece of art or just anything in general is not fixed. You know, it's not static. It's always subject to change. It's always in the process of changing. So it's, you know, I, I, I honestly didn't really worry about that side of it a lot. I mean, I, I would try to listen. I, I think I did made a rule of thumb to do, to try to listen to everything twice, but it, it really depended a lot of the time because I think there were some episodes or like some things that we reviewed that I was like, yeah, I only need to listen to this once. Like, uh, like, uh, FK Twigs' Capra songs. Like I was like, yeah, I, I only need to listen to that once. I'm good. Um, you know, or, you know, th- th- there were a couple other ones that I'm like, yeah, like, I, I, I already have an idea of what I'm thinking here, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I don't need to go any further. Uh, but, yeah, th- there were, there were, but but I, I, I do know that I, I felt like I got the most out of trying to listen to it more than twice, but that didn't always happen. Sometimes, you know, you know, a week is ahead of you, and you only manage to get one lesson in, Um you know, sometimes it just was kind of forgettable. And so, you you know, you didn't have that much to talk about. Um, I, I would say, I don't know, because I mean, when it comes to prep for the podcast, like I, I just, it really varied from, you know, really taking like extensive notes and thoughts like that to not doing anything. Um, because, you know, like sometimes it's just a free form episode and it's like, you don't, you literally can't prepare for it because you're not supposed to. But, um, you know, sometimes it was just like, yeah, I listened to this or, you know, like, like I, like, I, I just like, you know, if it was like a, um, anniversary album anniversary series, you know, just give each one listen. Cause like, you know, most like, most likely I've already loved these things. So I just kind of need a refresher or, uh, you know, so it, it definitely, it varied, but I think, I don't know the biggest struggle, the biggest difficulty in podcast i i i think that not doing it in person is maybe the most difficult thing for me um but that that that's more like like i i think it makes more sense logistically to do it over skype like we're doing right now um but i think you know being able to kind of look look the person in the eye and have you know feel like you're really having a conversation with them um you know and you kind of like you have that other, you know, those other sensory parts that, you know, you, you kind of, you, you, these other cues that you can look for. So you're not doing what I'm doing right now, which is kind of just rambling, you know? <laughs> um, I guess that, that was probably the most difficult thing, but it, it, it makes sense. So I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not one to like, I, it's, it's not like I'm butthurt or something like that, you know, about it. It's more like, like I, I'm off, like, I think this is a good idea and it makes sense, but I also think that there is something that's taken away from it as well. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's maybe the biggest one. I, I think maybe, uh, I mean, on the part, because I, I'm, I, I edit the episodes and I mean, I, by edit, I mean, I basically just slap our two, uh, <laughs> our, our two sound files together and, and just put our theme song before and after. I, I, I very rarely, will edit out um anything i think there was like one thing i said once that i was like oh i think i went too far saying this and so i i think i got rid of that um and i think you know that like sometimes there will be like technical glitches where uh you know we you know something will happen so i'll have to kind of like you know pace things a little bit Uh and you know kind of cut things a little bit yeah but um yeah i mean i i I don't know if that's really a regret because I, I, I think part of the podcast for me has been about trying to capture a conversation as opposed to curating a specific dialogue. Like I, I started listening to this, um, 
this podcast called uh, Freakonomics Radio. Uh, my, my sister's boyfriend kind of turned me on to it. Uh, they actually have a really interesting series on uh, the art market, which is like equal parts fascinating and infuriating. Um, <laughs> just because of like the elitism of it, but you know, it, it's it's a great podcast, but it is told in like a very like documentarian kind of way, um, where like you know, it, it's not like you're hearing this person have a conversation with another person. It's more like all these snippets from all these interviews that this person did, and it's all kind of like you know put together into like an audible documentary. Oh, um, yeah, a, a thousand percent. I recently subscribed to two. Uh, I subscribed to Slate Plus. Uh, I'm not even going to try to hide it. It's because I wanted to listen. I, I don't even know what that is. Uh, <laughs> Slate is a... Is oh, a, yeah. l- l- like like the new, like the website. Yeah, and okay. they have a plus. Yeah. Uh, it's because I wanted to listen to ad-free and extended episodes of Dear Prudence, their advice, uh, their like kind of trashy advice podcast, because that, <laughs> that's, my, that, that, that's my kink, is, 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 is trashy advice and just people... that scott's wine in the bathtub it it really is it's just like reading people i'm like oh my god you're like yes you're the asshole etc um but i subscribe (laughs) to uh they have a music podcast called hip parade and i around the same time i think it's part of vox but it's called hooked on pop they're both very similar they kind of you know deep dives into contemporary music um you know whether it's a topical trend or they go back in time and Hip Parade is a dude, you know, to definitely splice, you know, the songs he's talking about are spliced in, but it's a lot of episodes are just him monologuing, um, or at least the episodes I listen to because I have not had much of an interest in going back. Whereas uh, Hooked on Pop is, is much more conversational. It, it, it achieves the same thing, but he's actually, you know, there's actually some back and forth, there's actually some dialogue. And mm. it's pretty, it's pretty clear which one's better. Just the which one, you know, which one is is giving you, um, is giving you conversation, is giving you a deeper dive rather than some person basically just reading off a script and it's like okay, yeah. I, I probably could have just read I mean, this. I, I I I don't think the script, you know, I, I I think it just it depends on what the podcast is about, mm-hmm. really. Like you know, if it's you know, it, like for example, like Freakonomics, you know, talks about like these large subjects that I think benefits from having multiple angles instead of just inviting one single person. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I think this is so specialized and I think given that it's just us, you know, it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to, you know, really go all like, you know, scissor, like splice happy with like the, with like the files. Mm-hmm. It, it just, it just seems like it, it makes more sense to kind of capture the rhythm, capture the conversation as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I mean, I, I, I do kind of wish that I knew a little more about, you know, uh, audio quality and like compression and things like that, because I could probably make it sound a little better. But, um, you know, I, I, I think I, I, I try, you know, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I, I think that's always the thing with me is like, you know, sometimes you feel like your best isn't good enough, but most but but I think oftentimes you feel like you're not reaching your best. You know, um, I, I'm I'm very self-critical. If that hasn't been obvious, <laughs> so no, for, um, for sure. And, and I think, uh, I mean, by and large, we like we've all had those moments where we think back and like we cringe at a bad memory from years ago that the person, yeah. the people who involved with it, probably like you know probably haven't thought of since that moment. Or if they have, <laughs> or, like even if they have, like I mean. Unless they bring it up to you, how the fuck are you going to know that you know, they still think about that awkward thing you did? And it's kind of the same yeah. thing about you know what you put forward. You know, it's you know, are people really going to be ever as critical as you are? I mean, by and large, no. Yeah, Do you, I, I guess you know I, I have one last question. Okay. For you, and it's uh, do you have any favorite um, sort of regular um, sayings, rants? what have you reminiscences reven, reminiscences uh that you keep finding either myself or you uh bringing up during an episode it was kind of amazing just how many episodes i brought up kanye i uh, i, I th- th- that that's the first one on my list is a kanye reference which i i mean we're both guilty of that um i and, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, I just and it was always 
I mean, obviously, I could have picked. Uh, I could have picked other. You know, like I, I didn't have to be Kanye in those situations, but I, I genuinely feel like every time I brought him up, it was relevant. It's just you know, it was just funny that you know, as much as I love his older music, I am not a Kanye fan in terms of like who he is personally. And yet, he just was always at the tip of my tongue. It kind of talks about <laughs> how uh, how pervasive he is in our, in our discourse, in our culture. Um, that's definitely the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, the, you know, all righty then. Like, that's that's obviously a, that's a staple. That's, that's It's just something I started doing organically. Like, and it just, it's something that I, I kept doing because it's so, it's just such a, you know, such well, a staple. Your your Ira Glass esque yeah, pauses exactly. uh, are are also fun yeah. too. I, I was I was also thinking the um, you know they we'll, we'll have the Opeth conversation every so often uh, the Opeth slash Mastodon conversation. Oh yeah, how they how they like how they suck now or yeah, like like how it just feels like it's fallen off and like yeah they um there there are a couple of like really good ones that you know oh I I think album length is a big one too i i, I feel like i feel like we, we, we managed to get like some snooty remark about album length about like album runtime somewhere in almost every episode mm-hmm. <laughs> no for sure because i i think that's i mean not to i mean probably honestly just i'm gonna i'm gonna tangent a tangent but uh just the the number of tangents we would go on and like how we yes would, we would just like be so off, which is also on my list <laughs> yeah we would just be so off the rails like so easily but anyway to get back to the original tangent before i tan- tangentialized it um is uh i don't even know if i remember what tangent i was going on what were we even talking about we were talking about album run run time oh but yeah like tangent is just that that's that's something else that was uh just interesting about consuming music in general is just you know the sequence that was another cool episode talking about track sequence kind of like di- you know diving into the nitty-gritty anytime we really yeah. dove into just the experience of listening to music and how you know slight slight alterations in you know what tracks were included what tracks weren't um you know how they were sequenced how long the album was like i think anytime we talked about that you know just kind of stuff outside of the music necessarily is real was always really interesting to me yeah i mean i i, I think you know just, I mean, I, I'm gonna agree. Like, I think the album runtime thing comes up a lot because I think it's, I mean, for me, I think it's probably the biggest criticism I have about contemporary music right now. Uh, I mean, even like, I mean, I, I was looking this up today because uh, I had uh, GeoGaddy by uh, Boards of Canada on. Mm-hmm. They every one of their albums is over an hour long, mm-hmm. and their EPs, every one of them, I think, is over half an hour long. And I, I just think like even back then that's just way too much <laughs> yes and but but at the same time like it, it's such a it's such a like hypocritical statement on my part because i just had uh neptunian maximalism on <laughs> like just the other day and like i love that album like it, it's like i mean it's like two hours long and it's just like glorious and like something with like to be kind and uh-huh. the seer and like you know all of the like there, there's so many good long albums out there it's just like but I, I I don't I don't think every album needs to be this long. But you know, again, here we go, going on a tangent. So you know, get, sort of ranting about album length. <laughs> no, but but I I think that's like tangents were kind of the kind of the spice of life in a way. Uh, I I think it's always like there's a um, it's called the MMQB podcast. It's a, you know Monday morning quarterback. Uh, they kind of review the NFL news of the day. It's a term like born out of you know like you think about oh what what could have happened on Sunday etc whatever they go on like the most random fucking tangents <laughs> like just like I I can't even think of an example right now but like there's like they'll just out of nowhere they'll just somehow find a way to relate to like some totally random topic and it's always interesting it's always entertaining and like you listen to it and I always look forward to like what the fuck are they gonna talk about. You know, this like they're gonna go from like man you know i think that the bears should have done xyz playing the panthers and now they're talking about something completely fucking you know completely fucking unrelated <laughs> um and i think that, that's cool because you know i, I yeah. think you know we, we 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 didn't necessarily ever take ourselves too seriously like we, we kind of were here um here to share our love of music to hopefully recommend some interesting um 
some interesting music, some interesting artists to you know explore as much as you know kind of recommend, um, you know, provide our own take. And I think that adding, you know, fleshing out our personalities. I mean, that, that that's that's the reason you would ever listen to listen to a podcast, watch a show, you know, follow an artist is you you care about the person. Um, I, I think you know as much as my tastes have deviated from. Uh, Fantano, I still follow him to some extent because of just how much I enjoy him, like his personality, like how much enjoy the melon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like how much I enjoy, like you know, even though I've kind of developed my own uh, my own taste, my own you know avenues of discovering music, and are like my taste in relation to his is is kind of branched off. Um, I think he's an interesting personality, which is why I'm still you know, kind of on board and I'll still peek in and see what he's doing once in a while. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I think just, you know, being able to like, I, I think the tangents are, I think are, are part of the conversation, mm-hmm. you know, like in, and I think in this format, I think it's, you know, like I said, it's important to capture that conversation as best as you can. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think sometimes it can get way off but I, again, I think that, that that that's kind of the fun because I think you know you somehow have to steer that ship back. <laughs> so, but, the, uh, but there's it, it can be a fun ride. But there are so many like you know I don't think that anime episode would have happened if we just didn't always kind of you know yeah. find a way to go off topic and talk about anime or I yeah mean, or or like uh, the Junji Ito episode or uh, favorite books. Yeah, too. and there are so yeah. many. I mean, I, I don't even know if I could pick a specific topic. There were plenty of topics that ultimately became full length episodes that started as, you know, we were doing an album review episode, and say the you know just some something about the album we were talking about bore out you know a broader discussion, and you'd be like, we, we should we should really do an episode on you know insert thing here, and then we would. So yeah. I think you know not only was it I think interesting, I hope from a listener's perspective, but. It was also interesting from, you know, our own perspective to kind of see where the conversation took us and then see where, you know, from there the episodes would take us. Yeah, no, no, for, for sure. I mean, it, it, it's it's always an adventure. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you never, like, I think if, if there's anything I've learned from doing this, I mean, aside from, you know, just that I think you can't really put, like, a value judgment on art that really sticks you, know, you can't really put like a rule like it feels like I, there's an exception to everything in the world of art um and but i i think the other part of that is is just you know no matter how much you think an episode is going to go one way it's not like it, it it's going to blow away your expectations in some way or another mm-hmm. uh not necessarily in a positive or negative way but just like it is not going to be what you think it is Exactly, and, and, and like it, it's so much fun, like that. You know, mm-hmm. it, sometimes it can be like, I like I don't know, I don't think disappointment is right, but I'm like, oh wait, I I thought that we were going to talk about this, and it was like, no, we're talking about it from this angle. Yeah. So you know, which is cool. You know, it, it's cool to just like have that. You know, to to kind of go outside of your preconceived notions of something, and uh, just live in it. So exactly, totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I really don't have um, a ton else to say. I mean, do, do you have anything else you want to um, want to lob away while while we still have it here? No, I would just I think it's it's been it's been fun, and I'm glad. Yeah. Glad we we covered and explored and shared everything we did, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just you know I, you know anyone listening, thanks for doing that. Thanks yeah. for, you know, however long you were around for. Appreciate your attention to. Yeah, to, 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 to dust off a joke of my a joke of mine, you know, thank you all five of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm very much appreciative to, you know, do, do, just to like, you know, when I upload an episode and I kind of see some of the uh, the analytics come in. You know, just to see like anybody, you know, listening is 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 pretty cool. Yeah. You know, and to have like someone like Devin and our our friend Claire listening, you know, in any capacity was always really cool. You know, just to be like, oh wait, this is like actually a thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> um, 
so yeah yeah all right well yeah thank you yeah thank thank you everybody and thank you scott so yeah thank you very much and uh yeah that, that's really all there is to say thanks a lot yeah all right well bye bye Thank <laughs> you.